podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone, I'm up for nomination for Best British Podcast, so if you could kindly take a minute and click the link in my bio and type in James English and place your vote. You can also follow me on social media, my Facebook page is James English 11 my Twitter is James English 0 my Instagram is James English 2 it'd be very much appreciated, thank you. Boom, we're on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and today's guest, we've got the Bellator man. Chris Bungard, how are we, brother? Good. good to see you. Aye. Finally hit the big time, mate. Yeah. Getting me on. Hopefully <laughs> Paul Ferris, the bad guy, you know what I mean? The baddest guy about here. What's happening, man? Not a lot, mate. Been First of all, I've been choking to come on here. I know, mate. I've had a, you've had a lot of people wanting to get you on. You tagged up left, right and centre. The numbers don't lie, man. The numbers don't lie. First of all, mate, congratulations on your win. Thank you, mate. Thank Absolutely you. killed it. What was that boy, nine and nine and won his last nine, two weight world champion. Aye, aye. Took aye, him out first round. Aye, army veteran and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Light work, man. I thought I was actually prepared mentally for months and months for a war. You know what I mean? So it was already there. Even before I was fighting him, the name got floated about. I said, right, let's prepare for him because he's good. He's beat hundreds of great guys. And in two minutes, you're like, fuck, that's that, that it, man. That's that. Then he breaks away, I'd actually done he? Like the warm up and the changing room was harder than my actual fight. That's how bad it was. They build up to it. the first Scottish guy, the first Scottish person ever to fight for Bellator, uh, is that aye, correct? Signed, aye. Is it second? No, second first? No, first, aye. Aye, first. That's aye, I'm still amazing. Be signed. How's it feel to be That was cool, man, because I always remember like, Rob Whiteford signed for the UFC for Scotland and he was the first guy to do it, like bring the UFC to Scotland. And I was like, that's cool. Even if he doesn't matter how he's career goes or down the line they can always look back he was a first so for me to be Bellator because Bellator and UFC are rivals people say oh you've got to go to UFC next it's not like that it's no, it's not like I'm going to go there after that they're actually competing against each other so they're rivals so that's how big they are as well so it would be the first Scottish guy to be signed that was that was pretty sweet man that was always something I can look back and congratulations tell the you never, like, as your old dad uh, fucking Danny's back <laughs> you never feel short anyway mate first round stoppage absolutely you came out on fire do you think you were underrated going into oh, that definitely. fight definitely I think even when I had his back I must have thought this guy's never choked me and then I just, just rip his fucking head off <laughs> <laughs> as you do kick it right back fuck that cunt when so all the fighting stuff when did it all begin for you when did it all start oh fuck um, just when I was a wee guy just jumped about being a dick I was in school fighting suspended all the time but I was still I wasn't a I wasn't a bully, but like fights came to me and I would always fight. I wouldn't pick on anybody. I'd usually hit I'd usually batter the bullies basically. That's mm-hmm. I was like I was like a, a teenage Dexter, but no killed them, just mm-hmm. just battle them, you know what I mean? But then like I, I love pro wrestling, like fake the fake wrestling as mm-hmm. you just call it. So I used to always watch that and wrestle and fight and like put put people in submissions and stuff like that. And that's where I started, just for there. A wee uh, team in Hollytown, a wee uh, gym, the Kirardi Sports Centre, started doing cage fighting, MMA, so me and my mate got a wee pair of UFC gloves, just think we were all fucking tickets, not me and away doing, and just, it was like grappling, jiu-jitsu and sparring, just just took it for there, that's how it started, and this is where nine, you are. nine years ago man, not me, before when did you all get the, the kids uh, were watching uh, Conor McGregor and think it was cool, uh, not uh, me. when did you 
start taking it more serious then oh you? fuck about a year ago man I <laughs> was like constant partying taking drugs and just shagging about no I just been an idiot just an absolute idiot so about a year ago two years ago I lost my job we all got sacked because I was going to watch Celtic away and training in Dublin and all that just pulling sickies and I got caught man my, <laughs> boy, my boss has brought me in it was a, a woman and she's like yeah I just thought I was getting a slap on my wrist because the guys were taking sickies every day. Uh -huh. And there was a table like this. And I walk in and she's got a folder, man. And I can just see through the A4 bits of paper. It's like, I can see it's like pictures of my Instagram. Me and like, <laughs> I could just see it like me with like three Asian tourists in, in uh, Germany. I'm just like, I just bust it. I've got a stupid laugh. It just, I've had it since school, man. And she's like, Jink, this is funny. Nervous laugh. And then she goes, Puts, puts all these bits of papers at this full table and it's got papers, newspapers and I felt like I was getting interrogated with the CIA mm -hmm. and I just burst out laughing it's like this date you're in Germany with Celtic this date the paper you're doing an England fighting but you says you're not well it'd be all fuck all these days I'd pull sickies man yeah. so I was like, like alright you got me <laughs> I thought I was going to have to slap my wrist though because people's done worse sure as hell the next day I worked there for years I just they sacked me man so I was like fuck my life sir where's my income got it comfy and and that was single-handedly the best thing that ever happened to me because I, I went to full-time fighting and I concentrated, knuckled down, arrested, trained twice a day, three times a day like a professional. And for there, I've been on a, on a tear. I think I've only lost one out of my last nine fights and it was a, a fight of the year, close loss, that I thought I won. So that was probably the, the best thing that ever happened to me was losing that job. It was in the steelworks. It was, it was a shit job, 95 mm -hmm. fucking dead-end number, but it was easy and it was right where I stayed and... It was money every week, not mean it's money every week, but it was going nowhere. So you're just floating through life doing that. Just uh, casually, just existing basically. Exactly. Taking the fighting as part time and I know no guys care. that would have done that all their life for forty years and mm -hmm. like just the same factory, same routine. I'm like, fuck that. Mm -hmm. I mean like now I get to train when I want, get to travel the world and and it's the best thing I've ever big things Aye. for Holy Town. But Aye. your your circle is very tight. You've got good pals, you've got like Kieran Tierney. Conor McGregor, <laughs> big Paul Craig, UFC fighter. Yeah. That's that's a no bad uh, unit you've got there, mate. <laughs> How did the Conor McGregor thing come about? How did you end up good pals with Conor? Um, we, we first, uh, five years ago, uh, I, I mailed John Kavanagh, who's the SBG coach, that's Conor's coach. Um, he owns the Dublin um, gym. I just mailed him, like, can I come over for training? I had a fight coming up. And he's like, of course, like, he welcomes all fighters for all over the world to actually go there to train, all different nationalities, it's amazing. And it's some facility in Dublin. Uh, and I went over there and, and just trained with a professional team, pro team, and then obviously Connor's just in mixing about. And for there, I've been five years I've been going there. Um, every fight camp, even in between fights, I'll go over there for like a couple of days or a week. Um, just for training. The guy's my weight over there and... Uh, the level they're at is just brilliant for me because my gym we've got good fighters good amateurs Paul's a lot of heavyweight so the size difference and but they're, they're, they're all lightweights and welterweights like 30, 40 of them on a mat professionals so it's good for me as well up my game and, and I love Dublin as well it's a great country great other there isn't it oh it's lovely it's just all the people are just friendly aye, aye, it's just brilliant aye so when you go to call as well for Bellator, did you know that was happening? Were you working your way to get a contract? Obviously, that's the big time when you hit Bellator or UFC. Was there an incline that you were going to get? Uh, I had a, actually had a contract in for Cage Warriors, which is like the biggest in Europe. Um, Cage Warriors, the biggest Europe uh, promotion. 
So we had a five fight deal sitting there. Well, we're got to sign it, but the money was shite. But it was it's still a good platform because it's on BT Sports and it, it's a good stepping stone to the UFC. So we're like, we'll, we'll go for that. So just relaxed. I was actually working on a film uh, set down in Cambridge. Um, at the time, and my manager, I was in the hotel, and my, um, my coach, Brian Garker, phoned me like, Bellator's just came in with an offer, and uh, all that, um, he's all, it's good money, blah, 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 and he's like, um, I'll send you the, the contract, over. he says he's got a, give him two days, he says, the, the guy says, the matchmaker, um, who's that, um, so we weren't really trusting it until it was in black and white, until it was right in front of us, she was there, I woke up the next day, they, they emailed me the contract through, and I literally, I was in a double bed at Premier in Cambridge, jumped out my bed, like, fucking buzzing. Like, shadow boxing <laughs> and that. Shooting, 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 shooting double legs, man, honestly. Like, it was, it was, wasn't an easy, it wasn't a hard choice, not mean, like, signed it right there and then and just sent it over. So, it was life changing money. Like, it was enough money so I can make a living actual make a living out of fighting a wee bit of comfort because when I was working in the steelworks like I had no money like mm -hmm. I had a car and I had no money to put petrol in my motor that I was walking to work and people were like where's your motor I'm like oh it's broke but it wasn't I was just embarrassed to say I didn't have any money to put fucking petrol sure. in it you know what I mean so that to there and now I'm, I'm still not loaded but I've got a wee bit of breathing space I can mm -hmm. it's just comfort that's all you want you know why be flashy in this guy I've got all, Got this more, I've got that. You just want a wee bit of comfort where you're not worrying how you're going to pay your bills and uh, stuff like that, you know what I mean? Which is a, the main factor. Everything we're striving for, everything we're grinding for and working for is for that wee bit of freedom yeah. to be able to do things exactly. with your life and able to enjoy it and not get up and worry and no walking about to work and telling lies because you're embarrassed, yeah. you're ashamed. But the strides you're taking, mate, is, is phenomenal. And people say, like, uh, money doesn't buy happiness. Well, that's bullshit. Because... Mm -hmm. I've not had money and I've been sad and depressed and I've had money and I've had a smile on my face because mm -hmm. I'm getting today. Just nice wee stupid things like go for food or just anything, man. Just anything. Because so you're working on your dreams as well. So you're getting paid for, you're probably sometimes getting paid for something that you love. It's sometimes you can go to pinch yourself to go, is this fucking real? I know. Do you know I what I mean? It's, it's brilliant. To my mates sometimes go to their job and they hate it. Like, um, I think it was like Richard Ashcroft always says like, you go to a job on a Monday for a wash you despise, for a, a job you despise, like you're a slave mm -hmm. to money, then you die for a bit of sweet symphony. And I always, I love that fucking quote. Mm -hmm. He says it at the start of Glastonbury or so before they played the song. And I'm like, that's that. Like, why go to a job every day you're waking up and you're already in that negative mind frame of, I hate this place, I hate my life. Where, go and do what you want to do. Like, put the work in and, like, I'm loving proof it. It can, it can work out. There's can like be done. Fucking but it's fear. Sunshine Everybody's controlled with a bit of fear. Yeah. What about your next fight? Have they conf they've confirmed anything? Are you getting that sorted? No doubt it'll they, be a big name. They put a post on their Instagram um, that I'm ready to step back in the cage. So that's the, them saying that. So they obviously know how I feel. Mm -hmm. But um, there's a show in Birmingham in May. But fuck Birmingham. I don't like that place. Um, there's a show in London <laughs> in June in Wembley. I don't even like fucking London either. But I, <laughs> I'd rather fight in London than Birmingham. <laughs> So maybe maybe June in uh, London. You know um, you're going to get a big fucking name, but don't you? Aye, you fuck know, him. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I smash it out of the park, man. <laughs> no, I mean, see if you, they're always like we've all got we've all got our problems and our issues, but I think to go into a cage and enjoy 
crushing people's skulls with your elbows. Mm. You've got to know, like, got to yeah, you know that. So, and I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, so, you know, I talk about fighting, I smile, you know, I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, this guy's a bit of a crackpot, mm-hmm. man. But so I can't wait to fight. Like, after the last one, the, the amount of media and attention that I got, I think it was because it was on Channel 5, National Telly, the world can watch, well, the, the Britain can watch for nothing. I mean, you don't need to pay for BT Sports, Box Office, or Sky. Channel 5's a big audience for me, so mm-hmm. I'm happy to find Channel 5 all the time then, if everybody can see it, you know what I mean? So, I can only put my put my profile up, but I get some people maybe not like me, but I'm not here to please everybody. Exactly, you know you're, I mean? you're a fighter, mate, nobody's going to like you, <laughs> no matter what we fucking do, good <laughs> no. or bad, mate. It's, um, it's a lot of jealous, negative of people. Of course, there, mate, and I, the, but that's when you know you're becoming successful. Yeah. The, more people, the more hate becomes your way, you're, uh, you're, alright, I'm rising up the ladder here. <laughs> How you been dealing with that tension? Because you've been on BBC Sport, you've been everywhere, you've been popping up everywhere. Yeah. All I love social it, media. I love that, man. I love, I love talking to people, telling them my story and, if I can plug a message to anybody out there, then it's fucking brilliant, I mean, but, um, I love interviews, I love doing the, the media, I love doing podcasts, um, because you've got your own podcast, aye, the bad part, the bad of, part podcast. of podcast, there's a lot of bad part of it, <laughs> <laughs> for me anyway, but check it out man, it's brilliant, aye. a couple of my good pals on it, D Maxwell, Gary Falls, a couple of good people man, come on it, man. I definitely am on it mate, definitely. I'm doing it, it's, um, stuff it, like that, that, that helps me, like talk as well because mm-hmm. like you need to be able to speak in that of game and uh, I'm I'm going into a wee bit of pro wrestling as well so that's something else you need to really cut promos and be able to talk right in the mic so it's all like building my profile to who I'm and stuff to like become but. a wee bit more professional in it because we're brought up for fucking rough areas we don't know how to speak <laughs> properly I, I'm doing an interview as not and I, when I speak sometimes I I'm, I cringe inside. <laughs> I really do because my pals who know me know. Go right, wait a minute, you're a, you're a fucking attic here. But I just need to be more professional and to hit a bigger audience as well. I need people to understand what I'm saying instead of giving it. Ah, you fucking. Aye, know aye. what I mean? And just calm it down a bit. And because so, the, the bigger the audience, mate, aye. the more doors it opens for us. Do you, you know what I mean? To go further afield, and, and you know exactly where you're going. You know, you found your path, and this is where. You stick at it and just fucking take right over. But I've got every bit of faith in you, man. Cheers, man. I appreciate it, man. I was surprised when I watched your first fight because I was like, ah, I didn't realise how good you were. I'm going to be honest with you. You just I don't think the world did. fucking smoked that guy. And he looked double, he looked a, a monster. Aye. He looked a monster. Threw him about like an old Aye. scud book. Because <laughs> I watched a video, I watched a couple of videos at the weekend and there was one, I think you were fucking, you jumped in the guy like a pair of scissors, your legs wrapped around his neck. Aye, it's a f- uh, flying triangle I was solution. Like, is that illegal? Is that illegal? <laughs> is that fucking so you'd pay Amsterdam for fucking 100 euros or something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, aye, that's, that's like part of my game as well. People think I'm a grinder, I just take wrestle down, elbows, ground and pound, but I can fly through the air doing submissions. Like people, mm. Not a lot of people can do that or even try that. And that's the stuff I try. I try and like, Bring something different every time. So when the fans are coming to watch me, like wonder what he's got to do tonight. Like wonder what he's got to say. So entertaining as well. Aye, you're bringing a show to it. Aye, definitely. You're no short uh, winding people up. Aye. Social media, George <laughs> Short Mob. You're uh, you're, you're, giving them, you're giving them a tight. Is it's back and forth. What's the what's the script we're at with the boy Aaron for George Short? He just came into my game uh, when he fair do he brings something to the table. Right, he's like a known star, but. Um, he was just thought he was he was a fighter when he wasn't a fighter. He was they were feeding him guys that couldn't throw a punch, and then everybody's like, oh, "This guy's the real deal," and he wasn't the real deal. So I just wanted to um, give him a wee reality check and welcome to the real work, my real sport. Um, but somebody they brought a hillbilly in, and uh, he smashed him. So I don't need to do that. But 
I went back and forth and then his wee bitches, his pals got, got involved and all that. And then when I seen him, um, Scotty T ran. So he actually ran away from me. When? After my fight in Newcastle. I see there. Uh, I was like, oh, you. He looked down. Couldn't see him for dust, man. On the toes? Yeah. Uh, I think he was out of his box anyway, so <laughs> probably, probably better I didn't smash him. <laughs> See, when I actually jumped out the cage, that's who I was looking for, Scotty T. So it's probably good that I didn't see him. He called me a nonce on that on Twitter. Like, he called me a nonce. He called me a nonce. Uh-huh. Um, so probably good that I didn't see him at the time where I jumped the cage because I could probably lose my job, you know what I mean? Just fly kicking him like Khabib style, right? And Adrenaline pumping. Because you don't take any shit. It doesn't matter where you are, but drinking that's something you need to drink that's something you need to learn to control a drink, that's just part of you. Oh, definitely. Because every time somebody writes a negative comment, I'm like, fucking, where's he for? <laughs> like, fucking boom. Like, see what Gene Sam Bob with the kind of look up everybody mm-hmm. at the end that's fucking mm-hmm. dissed them. That's why I'm like, where's he for? Who's he know? Like, do you know this guy? Who's he fucking just call me a mug? <laughs> that's, um, that's when you know you've become successful uh, because. It's going to come tenfold. It's going to get worse for you. I used to be like a bit. It is calm down. You're going to get so used to it and realise it's people we want to follow are and they uh, subscribers on you. It's it's just nobody's. Just ah, you know it's mean? just uh, nobody's who. It's probably you probably know the person. Uh, they probably speak to you uh, in the street. See how you fucking ask for a photo. Uh, they're fish. the biggest shag bags and cowards in the world, and I always say it, it's the. If you're man enough, then make up the real profile. Show me who you are. Yeah. But then the best. Who is it? I had on. Somebody says when they get negative comments, oh, a big guy, Shane, it was on my show last week. He says when it's a negative comment, he just writes, I'm going to love you to love yourself. Yeah. I just shoots it right down yeah. straight away, mate. So it's just a case of you, you will get used to it. It's hard because we all want to be liked, don't we? We all uh, want to be loved. No, but you're Scottish, mate, so you're going to get England hating you, fucking. It's just the way it is, uh, mate. No matter I don't how mind you with the English. It's, it's your home, man. It's like Scotland. But I think because I'm out there, be like, I'm a big Celtic fan, mm-hmm. so I'm already there with that. So you're always got to get the other half. Of course, why don't you smash it? And I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. Because your pals are good pals with Kieran Tierney. Aye, have he's been pals for a while? Um, a couple of years anyway. Um, he he used to come watch the football team. I used to always play against a bullfrog who I now mm-hmm. play for, and uh, it was like back and forth. And then we just we spoke on to one time about a fight I'd coming up, and they came here. And then ever since then, I've just been pals. Good guy, man. Ah, he's a really things. good guy. He's a really nice well, boy. He's a good guy. He's good with it. Like, I was standing there all day and queues, like Nando's or whatever, just take pictures with fans. Yeah. He's he's, mm-hmm. he's like a man of the people I call him. Which is good because people, people, you know yourself, can get above their station as well and then before you know it, they think they're above uh, everybody else but you've got to remember where you started. That's definitely not him. He's just like me and you, man. Mm-hmm. He's just, just talking. He's new to his days, you know what I mean? Uh, the old toy but uh, <laughs> uh, he's just like us so hopefully yeah, I don't think he'll ever change it's just, mm-hmm. it's just one of the good, guys good but and Anne Ribbon go to give you Anne uh, a shout out <laughs> Chrissy's house love the place oh, Annie's fucking doing crackers doing wonders we're crackers but they're changing lives yeah. they're changing lives and I don't think they're getting the recognition that they deserve people are starting to know more about them now but yes. I think what they're doing for people who's got suicidal thoughts and people who's lost people to suicide they're they're saving lives every day. It's unbelievable what they're doing and what they're achieving. And we've got a walk, walk for hope, hope for, walk, walk of life. Walk of life, is it? Walk into the light or something. Walk into the light. Aye, so it's a, it's a walk. Check out Chris's house uh, website. I think it's 11 for me. I'm not too sure, but look at Chris's house. It's four in the morning walk. I think you start the walk when it's dark. So you're kind of walking up in the sunrise. It's like for every dark day, there's always going to be a bright, yeah. light, a bright day. Or, so it's just check them out they're massive and brilliant yeah, how do you end up involved with them 
It was through uh, one of my best friends, Liam Fagan. Um, you've met Liam at uh, Andy Circles and stuff like that. So um, we started on a, a, a suicide awareness day in Hollytown. It's like a charity day, football tournament during the day, then like a, a nighttime raffle and bands and stuff like that. Three years ago, this will be the third year in uh, June, or July, sorry. Um, Liam's father committed suicide and and a couple of my friends' fathers have done it. So it's close to our tight circle of, of friends, or teammates. So we just started to raise awareness. And we'd done Paul Fagan Memorial Cup, which is Liam's dad, uh, on that day. And we'd done the charity night. So we just we started raising money. And then first year we raised like 9,000. 9, and then the second year we'd done like a charity holiday. We like raffled a charity a holiday we, two weeks in Greece. Stuff like that, and then I think we raised something like 23 grand. So we went for nine grand our first year to 23 last year to this year. So I don't think we'll ever beat this second year because that was amazing. So, um, third year is this is our third year. So just for then, and as a community in Holiday and run about it as well, everybody just chips in. It's, it's unbelievable. The days it's absolutely cracking. The first year it was pure sunny, and then the second year it was pure hailstones. So it was two different uh, weather wise, but. It's just all for a great cause, obviously, and um, Liam Fagan like, puts, a lot, puts his, a lot of time and effort in it, more than, we all do our bit, but it's, it's really in his heart, uh, so he's, he's really our main, our main... Which is good, because it affects everybody, and we've all got mental health issues, whether we like to believe it or no, oh, we've all got some sort of problems that we're too ashamed to speak about, or too proud to admit, but the work these are doing, you're, all, you're always promoting Chris's house, including definitely. myself, it's just... They're a non-funded organisation who's just trying to help people and, and do it naturally without any medication, without yeah. any of the bullshit, and, and it's working for them. They're doing it. I think they only want something 24-7, 24 in, it, 7, in the UK mate. or Scotland, mm. or, which is amazing. Because uh-huh. like, usually these thoughts, I'm not saying, well, I've had some thoughts in the, in the past and that, but it's early hours in the morning, you're maybe up having a few lines or you, uh-huh. you're feeling with a girlfriend, you pick up the phone, yeah. they're there, they're not mean, uh-huh. so... You need to applaud all the work we do, and that's what I'm saying. If I can put that on my fight shorts or my cage banner and speak about it on like Channel Five, just say mm-hmm. uh, using that platform to get it out there, then I'll do that. I'll do that job because that help person can might see that and yeah. you, you saved their life. And, and you'd be surprised the amount of people, even us speaking about it now, the people who are watching it, it shed some light to realise that you're not you're not alone. And I know that phrase is. Uh, it's okay to be. Oh, is it okay not to be okay? Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. okay to be okay. What is that? It's, it's okay to be not okay. It's no. Okay, it's okay to be not okay. But I kind of want to break that stigma because people can change their life. They can change the mindset. And it is. You, we're going to have our moments, but you don't need to stay there. Yeah. You don't need to stay there. And you, you, people at Chris's house are changing people's mindsets through a thing called Havening, which I got done a few weeks ago, and um, Reiki and just speaking to people and Andy yeah. McLean does his thing with. His meetings on a Wednesday night for anybody with yeah, drug addiction or mental health, and then good on a Wednesday night, six o'clock to seven, Andy's and they're going walks on a Sunday. Andy's brilliant. Yeah. Andy's amazing. He's doing massive things. He's came through it, and we're speaking for experience. Yeah. Chris, you know what I mean? We're speaking for fucking misery, but we're also speaking through. We're starting to become successful. Including yeah. myself in this show, yourself is better. Yeah. Turn, you're, we're, we're becoming. 
role models, mate. And I, mm. I, I, people, a lot of people ask me for advice, mate. And I, I still see myself as fucking daft, James. Uh, I still see myself as scary. Same, and, uh, I don't understand. I don't understand it. When people say oh, it's weird when people are starting to say, oh, "I'm watching your stuff. It's brilliant." I, I get embarrassed, yeah. but I'll say a dick answer because I'm embarrassed. Yeah, and yeah. I'll, instead of going thanks, I'll go I can and I'll make a dick <laughs> instead of just accepting it. But because we feel as if I don't feel as if I deserve it as well. Do you know what I mean? It's weird the way I think, mm -hmm. but we just need to keep churning it out and, and doing what we're doing. What about for, what's the industry like in Bellator? Are they good to you? they treat you well? Aye. Well, that was my first experience with them. Um, they, they took me down a week before the fight, put me up in a fancy hotel for a week, gave me spending money and they pay me well. So <laughs> if they can keep doing that, then <laughs> we'll be fucking tight. Not <laughs> How long do you see? Because you're 30 now. 30? Mm, How long do you see yourself doing it? As long, five years? Five years, no, five years, year, man, six years. I know fighters are 42, they're still doing it. I mean, fucking like Anderson Silva and uh, Daniel Cormier, like two of the mm. best ever, like, they're still fighting now, man, you know what I mean? So, but no, I just want to make enough money, uh, buy a nice house, that's what I'm looking at now. I'm looking at just a nice house, doesn't need to be daft, one of these new buildings for half a quarter of a mil, so not I mean? pools and fun. Uh, yeah, but nice if it I went to ride us for a mil, don't get me wrong, but I'll stick with the jacuzzi bar yeah. for now. But um, I just want to build a house. Uh, build a house, fuck's sake, Bobby Builder here. <laughs> uh, I just want to buy a house. Buy a house <laughs> for the future. So with my with my fight money, deposit, start paying the mortgage, whatever. And that can just, that's for the future, not me. That's for your wife, your wings, mm -hmm. etc. So that's what I want in my fight career and travel the world, which I'm already doing. But you're, you're doing it. Yeah. You're living it now, mate. And oh, you can look into these things. And this is the... the this is the journey, mate. This is what we're doing. We're fucking living. We're doing things, mate. We're making strides, mate. And everybody, everybody, we start feeling proud. Even even I'm I'm seeing a lot of people used to speak bad about me, saying when people ask about me, they go, oh, I know him now, and that's all right. You know? People, everybody wants to be your pal now. Oh, Do you know right. what I mean? You, know, but look, the you're ones I don't know what to talk to you then to see in the club. Like, oh, 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 I forget a phone with you. No, <laughs> get yourself to fuck. I was in a fucking, I was in Celtic Park the weekend and the toilet's doing a piss, man. Honestly, dick out. Guys, just like that, man, with a selfie. Come on, man. Let me put the walnut whip in, what I mean, fuck's sake. Because you don't have to, half time draw, you done? I did that. Uh, that was good. That man. was mad. That was. I was more nervous for that in a fight. Mm -hmm. No joke. Cause I'd been in the tunnel, not, and the guys gave me a big entry, not. They know my my titles. He is a lightweight champion for this promo. I'm just mm. like Jesus. You know, I was expecting the disco lights to come on. <laughs> but that's that again. That could be happening. That, that you could get that at fucking the hydro. Yeah, you could be walking up I'm to got, fifteen. Got to get it down hydro. Definitely, they're, they're into it. They like me, the Belto Brassies all love me. They're like, mm -hmm. I think we've got a star here. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you're fucking right, man. Get yeah. me out of America, get it in hydro. And you heard the noise at, at Newcastle. And fucking, I know it's just down the road, man, but. Doesn't it matter? I know. Doesn't it matter, mate? <laughs> fuck's sake. Don't uh, disclaim it, mate. It's massive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And people, it's funny because people love the Scottish. They love the Scottish, even big Paul Craig at UFC. They love the face paint and. The, the kilts and love all that aye. fucking madness and when you're speaking the cunt I think the cunt Ganny stays down over the top of half of he's like ah, that's fucking nutcase that's boy <laughs> so he was he's shouting in the ring all that and he's like ah, when fuck? you hear your, you know yourself when you hear you talking on an interview like that Scottish way like aye. you can hear like, even the Irish and like American like no, you can understand them on the sound good, but see when you hear a Scottish interview, you're like, that sounds horrible, I man. Know, mate, you cringe, don't <laughs> you? Fucking hell, man. But 
Aye. But at least you're doing it, mate. Channel 5 family's watching everything. Because I know you had a few people going down to the uh, watch you and on Newcastle. You've got a good following. Aye. And it's only going to get bigger. I know. They, they go everywhere and it's madness. Because it's a dear day out, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like your ticket, your bus, your train. Hotel. Fucking... Yeah, all sorts. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, licorice, all sorts. <laughs> so that's a day out, and not just that, they're out for days, you know what I mean? So, I like, they're always the loudest in the room, and all, like, no matter how many they are, they're always the fucking loudest. So, I man, I love them all, everyone. Is anybody come through the ranks in there, any boys you're training with, or I like, face anybody doing well? Well, Matt, we just had guys fighting last week and on top, and the week before, uh, during Wales and Cage Wars. And they're my main sparring partners, but they're, they're amateurs still, like Jordan, Michael Blair, Ryan, Gary, they, they're all amateurs, but they're all with my ass, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, they're doing something right, uh -huh. and they're winning their amateur fights, so, guys at them, they're, they're the ones I would look out for through Scottish Hit Squad, um, but aye, it's, it's good, because they're all young, we've got a young guy who's 15 and one on Sunday there, we had like 10 second knockout, 15 year old man, I mean, I'm, I'm double his age, uh -huh. and this guy's an absolute beast. He's still to grow up, man. And, uh, He'll be looking up to you. He'll uh, be his role model. His skill set is unbelievable at that age. I mean, I was I was in bushes trying to find sticky pornos at 15. <laughs> I wasn't fucking in a, kid, in, in a gym learning. So, uh -huh. fair play, man. Like, but the sport's just evolving. Like, for when I first started nine years ago, it was, it was nobody knew what it was. Now everybody's doing it and everybody's good everywhere. You're grappling, you're striking, you're wrestling, you're conditioned. Everywhere's, everybody's training everything. So, they're good all round so it's weird to know when you get into these gyms the, the people who can fight like fuck they're nice people mm -hmm. they're aye. content they're quite they're mellow aye. because they've nothing to prove if you get into a pub and watch the Celtic Rangers game you've got all these fucking beer bellies and guys who hate their life just pretending to be aye. tickets just shouting at the telly just shouting at the telly watching other people live their You'll dreams get this wee quiet curly mm -hmm. specky guy mm -hmm. with a backpack that would fucking aye, turn into a pretzel aye, man pair of converse <laughs> on and just no giving a fuck because yeah. there's, no, there's no ego but that's where the jiu-jitsu comes in and all the training it kind of yeah, disciplines I, you I how's, your, how's your discipline been since your belly top fight have you knuckled down have you had a couple of nights out um, I've, I've had a couple of nights out I went to uh, Benidorm for, for the Celtic game and then I went to see Bill Bar in Glasgow um, but I've injured my back the last couple of weeks so I've just been eating shit, been lazy and I'm out, I'm out with the boys on Saturday for like an odd day thing. I've and not then, seen them since my fight so I don't know so that, that should be Good. interesting. But then after that, if you get the fight date sorted, then oh, it's aye, a case of definitely. knuckle down again. How is your discipline? How is it? it must be good if you're... Aye, when, I'm, when I've got a fight camp, camp aye, it's, it's totally changed now. Like, I don't even go to the door. Um, my diet's perfect. Um, no, no shite. No alcohol, nothing. So. You cut weight fast, did you know? Because you you cut weight, you fucking aye, left it at the two, last... Two and a half stone I cut and... Um, a couple of weeks. Uh, it was weird. It was a <laughs> fucking tight one, wasn't it? How did you lose that fast? Um, so I, I just I walk about eighty four kilo. Um, Naturally, I and I cut my my fight weight seventy. So that's two or two stone I cut. But I, when I diet down, cut all the shit. Uh, a couple of weeks it goes down to like seventy seven. Come fight week, I'm seventy seven. So then I do a thing called water loading. I drink a lot of water, gallons of water, flushes out my body. And then it comes to the last, I cut all my carbs out, fight week, no carbs at all, man. So mm -hmm. as the week gets closer and closer to rain, your body's weak as fuck. Right. You've no carbs in you, you've no energy. And then I do a thing called salt baths, where I put Epsom salts into a roasting hot bath, scalding bath, and go in it. This is, remember, you're dehydrated for a day, and it's draining the water, 
draining the water out you, and you sit under covers for 20 minutes and do a couple of baths and you sit in a sauna, man, but ne never had a drink or eat in over 24 hours. Dehydrated, it's fucking horrible. It is horrible, but we get there, we always get there. People can die. People I've seen die. people in the saunas with on a bike. Uh, them. Uh, for an hour two hours, people getting dragged out. It's madness. How they? does that affect you though? You're into fight night, are you no fucking drained? No, because they've changed the weigh-ins now. So I can weigh in early hours, Friday morning, nine o'clock in the morning. And then I don't fight till Saturday night. So mm -hmm. I get like a day and a half to rehydrate, refuel. But you're still not there. Like, you're still, you feel you're, you know, uh -huh. you know you're not right. But you get all that, first thing you do is water, so just rehydrate, so your gallons and gallons of water back into your body, so you put all that water weight back on, so I'll weigh in at 70, and the time I fight the next night, I'm my way back up at 78, 79, so nine no, kilos on. I just water? Yeah. So, but how does people know go in, try and be the weight, instead of being... Because you've got all these killers cutting down for fucking 90 and 100. And putting on a stone and a half, two stone so, that night, so next day. So I it, 84, which is middleweight. That's what I walk about mm -hmm. in. I cut down by welterweight mm -hmm. to get to lightweight. I would get these killers cutting down for like, he like heavyweight to get to middleweight. Mm -hmm. So they would just be massive. Uh -huh. So it's just the way they do it. I wish I would stop it because... It's dangerous, isn't it? Because you cut it fine. Could you not cut down to 70 like a week before? Or, but, oh, nah, is it just... Not the way I eat. No, not the way I eat. Because your photo, and I was like, you post a photo on Instagram and you say, you cut that way. I don't, I don't think he's going to fucking uh, make it. No, it was I always day there, but it is tough. I've got a process and I've been I've had thirty one fights, so I know how to do it now, so I've got to do a tea. What's the feeling like then? So you're no hundred percent there when you're you're re refueled the next uh, day. Aye. You, you just your body because you've you've zapped all this weight off you and put mm -hmm. it right back on like that. It's just a weird feeling in your body, like you know there, but it's it is definitely dangerous because you're you're taking the water out of your brain as well, so that's why people get knocked out dead easily in fights that cut a lot of weight because when you get, take a shot, your brain's just mm -hmm. moving. So it's just, it's dangerous, man. It's not nice. What's the goal for you then in Bellator? What's the plans for you? Um, what do you see yourself in the future? World champion? I will, the, the actual champion, like, tweeted me uh, two days ago. Seen it. Uh, Seen Michael it. Chandler, so he knows my name. Mm -hmm. So, but that guy's a beast. I'm not going to fucking lie. Uh, that guy's an animal, but I think he's a... He's a juice monkey. I mean, he's a steroid <laughs> abuser. <laughs> uh, so, if you see my name and now, he's like, if you get a couple of wins, then uh, we'll see him down the line. You know what I mean? I, I do need a couple of wins. I've just had my first one. Um, so, see who they give me next. I'd like an American fighter, but I think they maybe keep me in the European, UK ones they know. And then, just take it for there. But I, like, I'm no, I, I don't dare us to be world champion. Like, people say, I want to be number one. Mm. Never be my goal is to be, be number one. I know I can fight. I know how tough I'm. I just I'm just on a journey, just enjoying journey and being happy and getting a laugh, man. Enjoying the moment. <laughs> I like enjoy the limelight now because it's, it's not going to last long. it's like if, if you say about football players. I know it's a short career uh -huh. and you could play like for twenty years and it's a short career. Uh -huh. So fighting's just the same. Like just make memories, enjoy the journey, meet new people, get a laugh, get a laugh. Your mates share that with your mates and travel the world and just have stories to tell your mates hopefully funny ones and no depressing exactly that's, that's what it's all about to enjoy the present moment and if then by kings to enjoy it because we can concentrate on the finishing line yeah. and you look at guys like Tyson Fury they create that I want to be world champion I want to be number one which is great because mm -hmm. I want to be this podcast to be number one but when you people get there when they hit that goal 
they still feel as if is that it? Aye. Is that it? Aye. Because they've no enjoyed the journey, they've no enjoyed the process of doing it, Aye. and it's difficult because I think it's the right way of thinking as well to just enjoy it. And because never know what's on the corner, yeah, same as football players, anybody that uh, things fizzle out, but it's down to us to have something to fall back on and have something else to work on exactly. and keep creating because it's only us that can make ourselves happy. They can't else. Exactly, man. Do you know what I mean? So. It's, it's good man it's, 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 it's a good time mate for Scottish people and I know we speak a lot and people are we're comedian pals we're making moves mate we're and it's funny how everybody kind of comes into your life innit and we're all trying to we're all trying to achieve we're all trying to achieve things and, and actions speak louder than words and I always say it we're doing it we're putting yeah. it into action we're putting it into action what we're doing and it's good so hopefully you get a fight soon when you think you'll get I think I'm going to chat with Dawson. June, soon. hopefully June. June. Uh, London. Wembley. I would like That's that. what you want, isn't it? Aye, fuck it. Why not? Give me your best again. Nice, <laughs> you got anybody in your sights? No, man. I've not. Like, I think, what, anybody? Like, uh, American. I'd like an American fighter. Somebody good. I thought people for every fucking country you could think of apart from America. Mm-hmm. So, they're apparently the best. So, Bring them here. It's an American company. Bring them here, or anybody just just mail me. Fuck's sake, there. <laughs> just drop me a message, Tell man. Me a fucking message. Jude, I'll be Jude, coming go on the door. phone, Jude. Paul Ferris. I've got contacts. <laughs> Jimmy Boyle will sort that out. Is <laughs> uh, nah, I know the future's looking good for you, mate. I'm proud of you. And well, you're doing, you're doing brilliant. And you always set it out the last couple of years, and, and things are paying off for you. And you're doing it. You're doing it, mate. Is um your injury is that gonna be alright or is that just a wee niggle? No, it's, just, that just a wee, it's like a trap muscle in my back. It's like in between my ribs and all on the side, but it's been seeing it always my back always goes all the mm. time, right? But it's here for a couple of days and then I got on it. So but this time it's been out a week and it's been fucking really agony. Uh-huh. It is starting to get a wee bit better for yesterday, but I should be alright. I'm gonna take some classes and I help the beginners out. Don't do them too much, but um hopefully Get back to train next week. You see yourself with your own gym? Um, well, I did coach the beginners' classes and some mm. classes and I, I did PT people, but I don't know. Um, maybe maybe in the future. Uh, I'll be branch off hit squad oh, like Hollytown hit squad. Anything's <laughs> <laughs> doable for you, mate. Is, um, Aye, why not? Yeah. Getting people on board. And how can people get involved in if you're doing your PT or anything? Can people... Get involved. How can I get in contact with you? Just, just message my page, uh, Bungard uh, Facebook page or Instagram, Kyle Bungard Twitter, Kyle Bungard or just come to the Hit Squad gym. I'm always in there in Cope Bridge with what. And then, like, can be pad work, can be working your wrestling, can be work uh, jujitsu, we bit of sparring, we bit of striking stuff like that. So it's just oh. all round. Um, I think by the end of my career, I'd love to be like a black belt. I'm close to my brown belt now in jujitsu, so. Be good if I was going to start my gym, you'd be have a be a black belt yeah. jiu-jitsu, have all the MMA experience, binders, stuff like that. So, what did I say to get a black belt jiu-jitsu 10 years? Aye, don't know about that. My coaches are black belts and that, and uh, so, so you, two away now. Aye, just that I'm close to my brown belt, so the belts don't really matter in the gym, but it would be cool to have the black belt, you know what I mean? So, it's that way, two years. Yeah, uh, a couple of years away anyway. Ah, you want the black belt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wear it. You smash blind first, but I don't think that's how But everything you're doing, you're working towards it. Sometimes yeah. when we actually live the dream, it's 
It doesn't feel as good because we're doing it. Yeah, but then when you actually take a wee step back sometimes and have a wee break and you go, fuck me, man, this is brilliant. Yeah. Even when you're injured, if you're in your bed eating shite, you go, you feel good, yeah. don't you? You feel, you feel good. After that fight, it was like, because you've all that. Because that's what, I think that's why I went mental. Like, I've, I've said this before. I was jumping about like a fanny because, see, before I went out, I've, I've never done it in my life, but before I went out, I was fine for the day before, the day of it. I was really thinking about my fight before I made the walk. I had my flag and I just had a wee bit of doubt. Just creeped in. A wee mm-hmm. bit of doubt of losing because uh, of the guys he'd fought. And, um, and I just creeped in there and I think that's when when I won. That's why I went mental. Like, because I doubted myself when I was fucking raging. Because I knew how good it was. I was up against it a wee bit. And I was like, oh, maybe I could lose this fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, why did you just creep uh, in here yeah, just yeah. before I make the mm-hmm. walk? So... Like after the fight, after it's all done, all the training's done, you're just sitting, relaxing, like oh, it's just done it. the pressure's uh-huh. just off. Uh-huh. You're eating shit. You're going we 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 holidays here and there. Mm. You're just like oh, I've done it. I've just mm. fought. Like that's me for another couple uh-huh. of months. I don't even want to put all that shit. But now it's coming back up again. Like right, who's got to be next? Uh-huh. And now it's got to be like fucking switching on to being a maniac. Again. The seed of doubt, mate, it's always going to kick in. Aye. But it's how you transfer that D- and doubt focus, kills, man. Of course, and it's it can be healthy because it. If you're getting there too confident, too cocky, mm. and you've seen these guys in the ring, they're getting all these big swings, and you've seen them getting knocked back yeah, fucking yeah. out. I think the we see that house to go. Oh, Maybe I, that's I, what keep, fucking keep, help me. Right I right, keep me in my toes because I need to switch on yeah, here yeah. because as a, a guy, as a monster, you're yeah, right against. He was no fucking mug, but you done yourself proud. And see when you're out, there's people ever try to test you because they know you're a fighter. Oh, well, I did the door. I'm a door. Uh-huh. <laughs> my door. My doorman and mother and squish. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got a license to not fuck out people then? <laughs> <laughs> no, people usually just ask for pictures and that. Uh-huh. So, um, nah, it's actually not too bad. No, no, yeah. One guy that actually cracked me one time. Um, I chucked him out and we turned back. I turned back to go back in. He ran back in the car and just scudded me a belter, man. Right there, right? Closed on my ear. I, I, I stood my feet, man. I took it like a champ. But, mm-hmm. And he just bolted. it. Um, so that's the only trouble I've ever had in the Touch door. Them. I know. But, uh, well, hopefully things move but, forward for you. Did send me a message after uh-huh. that. Uh, I apologize. Find it who you are. Uh, mm-hmm. Send me a wee donation. Twenty six needs more. No, but yeah, Chrissy, you're then fucking brilliant, mate. Cheers, you're you're on the path for greatness in this Bellator. You're you're there for doing big things, and your first fight is clearly stated that. And I wish you all the best for the future. Sure, and everything you're doing. Appreciate it. Good luck. Appreciate Thanks for time. coming oh, on, brother. My pleasure. Thank yeah, you very much. Mate, thank you. Podcast Network.